Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about recovery and how uh, recovery is essentially super, super important when it comes to muscle hypertrophy, which which means um, you know building muscle, making your muscles stronger, and all that. So um, you know one of the main things about recovery, like you would you would think, is just rest days, right? Um, but thing one thing I really want to touch upon is sleep, right? Sleep is essentially where your body recovers. Right, so when you work out, when you lift heavy, when you do high rep movements, you're essentially tearing muscle fibers, right? And obviously, the goal of working out is to tear a certain amount of fibers and then have them grow back, and then test them by lifting even more weight or you know making your your workouts harder each and every time you come into the gym. Um, but for that muscle, that torn muscle to repair and be bigger than it what, what it was before, you need to recover properly, right? And sleeping is where your body does this. So. Um, you know, every obviously everyone is different. Like, you know, they say eight hours a day is what you need. And I would recommend that to most people. Um, but everyone has like a different amount of time they need to sleep, right? Like, I like I can do seven, eight hours, some people need 11 hours, some people can can like work off of six hours. But what I always recommend is, um, for example, if you're working out and you're working out hard, try to on a weekend, um, you know, when you don't have to wake up early the next day, just go to sleep. Don't set any alarm. And, you know, when you naturally wake up is essentially how many hours your body might need to recover, right? Because um, when you don't set an alarm, especially after workouts, your body will take as long as it needs to get, you know, the whole job done. You get your REM sleep, you feel good and all that. So that's a good way to kind of find out how many hours you technically need. So that once you know how many hours that is um, on your weekdays, when you do have to set an alarm for work or whatever, um, if you know you need nine hours of sleep or eight hours, say eight hours, whatever, eight hours of sleep, just make sure that you go to uh, sleep on time so that you can get the full eight hours, right? There's plenty of studies done that show that people that sleep more uh, do actually get better results. And a lot of that and a lot of that has to do with just making sure that, you know, the muscle has time to kind of grow bigger, right? Because if you're not resting enough, um, you're essentially going back, you're hitting your workout, the same muscle group again, and that muscle hasn't fully recovered. And then you kind of risk overtraining, which is where, you know, you're kind of like breaking down the muscle tissue too much without any um, instance of it growing back enough, right? And that's super, super important. Um, right, so obviously sleep is important. Another thing you can call recovery is just the food you eat, right? So like I said, your your muscles break down when you work out, right? And protein is the one uh, macronutrient that's super, super important for replenishing uh, your muscle fibers and making them grow much better, right? So um, essentially the three R's for recovery, uh, repair, refuel, and replenish, right? And all these things lead to muscle tissue being rebuilt and obviously becoming uh, stronger. So this is where the old adage of getting a gram of protein per pound of body weight is really important, right? So if that's your main goal, make sure you get enough of that protein, right? And protein is obviously one macronutrient. Carbs are also important. If you're planning on building muscle and that's your main focus, not fat loss or whatever, you need to be eating enough calories, you know, more than your maintenance. So protein and carbs are going to be really, really important. And uh, if you combine um, eating enough of that stuff with proper sleep, that will put you in a great position to gain muscle. Right. One of the many issues people have is they'll go hit their workouts and be super dedicated there. They keep testing themselves, but, you know, they don't really follow through with their diet or they don't follow through with their sleep. And then they come back in the gym the next day or the next week and they can't even you know progress past where they were last week. Right. And that essentially is a plateau. Right. So breaking a plateau is really simple. You just got to make sure you do 
what you need to do, you know, follow through with everything that you have to do because you know that sleep and proper nutrition is super important for getting bigger. If those things aren't uh, locked in and you're not completely focused on those aspects, you got to change something up and uh, that usually will spark uh, more hypertrophy, right, or more, or more muscle growth. Um, fluids are also really important for recovery, right? Like your body is comprised of about 60% water, right? And while you exercise, you lose fluid through sweat. So it's critical that you drink water during and after training sessions, right? And I'm not saying chug a whole bottle of water, sip on it, right? Because that's an, when you chug too much water, then it gets into your stomach and it goes through the digestion process where, you know, there, your body has a certain amount of blood that it focuses on certain parts of your body. If you're drinking a ton of water, a lot of that blood supply your body has that should be in your muscles or your brain will leave that area and go to your stomach or go to your kidneys and other organs, right? But you don't really need it right now in the middle of a workout, right? Your priority is your lift. So always make sure you don't, along with water, don't eat a huge meal right before your workout, right? You always want to give it time. Um, and, uh, you know, even for recovery, like, you know, you can take days off and uh, obviously it's good to take days off from weightlifting, you know, don't train more, don't train every day, right? Like, um, make sure you take a day off, but you can also do active recovery, right? So this is where if say, if you're doing a push pull leg split, um, instead of taking a rest day on this on the seventh day of that uh, split, you're actually doing an active rest day, which is, you know, maybe you can do some yoga, do some stretching, uh, go for a walk, go for a run, do some cardio, right? These are ways to stay active, but you're not actively working the same muscle groups that you are at the in- intensity that you normally do. Right. So this allows you to kind of like, you know, this is what I do because I do not like taking days off. I just feel like I have energy to kind of, you know, that should be used right now. And I don't like not being able to, you know, burn any calories or do any of that stuff. Right. So, you know, you got to know exactly how you are as a person. But uh, I really do prefer active um, rest days. And, uh, you know, like stuff like stretching and yoga is great because these are things where, especially if you're lifting heavy and all that stuff, sometimes your flexibility goes goes away or isn't you're not as flexible as you used to be because you actually have so much tension on the joint angles uh, and the fiber, muscle fibers are growing bigger, right? So if the muscle fiber grows bigger, it's hard to really be as flexible. And that's what happens. A lot of people when they put on mass are not flexible whatsoever unless you spend some time with it, right? And this is where stretching comes into play. It's like spending... An active rest day, like half an hour of stretching is amazing just because it really adds so much circulation into that area and you will get more flexible. And that's super important, right? At end of the day, you don't want to pull a muscle or pull anything because when you're not flexible, you tend that could happen, especially if you're adding a lot of muscle mass um, in those areas, right? Um, you can also do foam rolling. You know, foam rolling has its purposes as well, reduces muscle soreness, increases range of motion and enhances your muscle strength and function. Right. And I highly recommend you use it as like a regular recovery strategy after workouts as well. It really does so much for you. You can also get massages done. Right. So um, I have clients that come in and, um, you know, once a week they'll get a massage done just because, you know, when you're new to working out, your muscles really do tighten up a lot. Right. Um, And I also actually have a Tim Tam massage gun here. Right. So it's kind of like a percussion massager. And, you know, it saves time and money over the long run. And it honestly has the same tension and, uh, you know, like toxin releasing benefits of a massage you can get anywhere else, right? Um, so I love using that. And anytime I have like soreness or any kind of pains, just a quick run through of that, um, everything just goes away and it feels so much better. Your, your body just feels refreshed, right? 
Um, you can also do ice plunges, right? So I've done ice plunges when, uh, when obviously it, would, it was, not, it was good to go in there and not worry too much about anything with the virus and all. But uh, you know, it research does show that you know cold water immersion therapy, you know, also known as cryotherapy, is super super good for inflammation, right? Um, so you know, like icing in, in any manner is really really good for that. You know, even even athletes do that, right? Cryotherapy is pretty regular amongst uh, you know basketball players, for instance. And uh, it really does help with muscle ge- regeneration and all that, right? So this is something where it's not as accessible. Like it's hard to find an ice plunge. Uh, I doubt anyone has one at home or anything. But it's something where I would highly recommend if, if it's around your facility or if you're doing a workout and you see it as an option, especially if you're really, really sore, highly, highly recommend all that stuff, right? So ice plunge is amazing for that. Um, you know, you can also do a hot tub, right? Hot tub is not going to be as good for recovery, but it's a way to just relax, right? Um, meditation is also something you can do, right? I mean, all these things, when you work out uh, like lifting heavy weights and you have a set schedule, you know, your body is growing stronger and that's great. But at the same time, you don't want to lose the, you know, the ability to move around, right? Because as you get stronger and stronger, as there's more of a load on your body, on your joints now because of the muscle mass you have, you got to make sure your body can keep up with that. You know, it's more than just being big, you know, being big is, is good for strength and all, but you gotta, you know, you have to have joy in the movements as well. You know, like if you get really, really big, it's going to be hard for you to run around too much or have the flexibility to do certain things that you used to do. Right. So it makes sense for me to, you know, for people to keep up with their flexibility, meditate, find ways to improve your health outside of the aesthetics of just more muscle being there. Right. Like, and that's where it's like, yeah, you know, building muscle is great, but, you know, cut down some fat. See how you feel when you're leaner. Because that's, to me, that's how I like to be. You know, I could personally work out more and be, be have, put more muscle mass on my body, for example. But I don't move as well, even if I do my flexibility training. And I love leaning down a little bit, having less muscle mass, because it allows me to be more active, right? I like playing sports. And when I'm leaner like that, it's more fun and enjoyable, and I don't get winded and all these things, right? So find the the type of body you want and understand that, you know, you'll look great regardless, but if you want to perform, especially if you're in the business of performance, these uh, recovery things that I've listed are going to be super important for you moving forward, especially as you get older, these things are going to play such a big role in um, how your body moves after 30, 35, 40, right? If you don't do these things and you're still lifting heavy, eventually, you know, it might catch up with you through an injury or just any other issues with the joints and stuff like that. And I don't want that to happen for any of you. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for this podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys have any recommendations for anything you want me to talk about, you can DM me on Instagram at Nash Fitness. All right. Thanks for tuning in and take care.